0: All right, back here on the sports grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. Bartlett, spin the one and twos, 1 800 707 9760. Today's show is being presented by Doseckis. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios and this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words are key to any perfect cocktail and that is Zing Zang. right, make sure you try out their pre-made alcoholic drinks. They come in all different flavors. They're easy to transport, especially for tailgating this time of year. Uh, Or you can just stick to the original mix and add your own favorite alcohol but whatever you do, you can pick it up by specs near you and that is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 1-800-707-9760. right, real quick uh, before we head back to the phones uh just some things out in the twitter world darren t is at darren t is checking in with us and saying the rams didn't look good last night o-line was uh below subpar can't throw every pass the cup and Jalen ramsey's d plus performance defense is below average in the secondary call up old man eric waddle for some help Nah, Eric's retired man I know his Eric's bank account is fat so you ain't bringing him back um yeah Darren T, I, I mean I kind of agree with you I mean I mean yeah that's kind of what I just said a while ago um with my assessment I mean but it's it's other than the offensive line you are just going to have a have a different way where you play call or whatever I mean the running game they haven't fixed in my opinion since Gurley deal with Gurley's knee and the last time they gave a running back big money and I just feel the offensive line this type of offense is pretty much predicated on timing and and having the right steps and the timing like almost everybody like in sync of a choir, of a church choir when it comes to Cooper Cup, the what the type of routes and where McVay lines him up at. You know, so it it but it's nothing that I'm ready to throw dirt on the Rams um, you know, just yet. They are the defending champions. There is still some talent there, and they still arguably have the best defensive player in the National Football League. What you got?
1: Well, I know you touched on you know what the what the Rams have lost since last year, Von Miller being one of those pieces. But Eric Weddle did come in in the postseason, performed great. Uh, talking about you know uh, Darren's point on the offensive line, Whitworth going into retirement, huge. Uh, OBJ's uh, absence, you know, from the roster, huge. When you talk about the Robinson, and then not to mention Robinson's in because they traded away Robert Woods. So there's just a lot of different pieces now on on that Rams offense. The defense even looks a little bit different too. Um uh, when you well, talk about the Weddle and 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 Vaughn going off, and, you know, doing different things now. Is it's, it, well, those it's are, very different. Well those
0: are all ch- that's the reason why we haven't had a and, and there's no
1: Kevin O'Connell. Well, that's, you know, who's now in Minnesota. And we've seen the impact of offensive coordinators this right. year going elsewhere, well, uh, having having a, a big play.
0: Well, nothing different than any other defending champion has to deal with in the football. That's the reason why we haven't had a repeat champion in the NFL since the Patriots did it. And I think a lot of people have gotten really, like, I'm not going to use the word spoil because it was Patriot fatigue, but I think people have got the wrong misconception and don't really understand what the Patriots did is not normal because every in the NFL post salary cap. Now, you know, back in the nineties and eighties and early nineties and stuff like that, when there was no cap, come on, man, I, you know, it was borderline almost like the NBA where you could pencil in who's going to be there, especially in the NFC. But due to the fact that this has been a salary cap sport forever, the Rams are going through everything a defending championship team goes through in the National Football League for the exceptions of the New England Patriots for 20 years. Okay. It's like the, no one's going to feel sorry for them. I mean, that's the price of winning the Super Bowl. That's just what it is. Sometimes you pay for winning the Super Bowl and it takes you a while to bounce back, you know. I mean, that's why AC always gives me hell. Well, y'all haven't been, Denver, has, you roofing them. They haven't them. They haven't done anything for six years. Playoff. But what was the last thing they did when they did was, was in the playoff? They won the whole thing. Sometimes it sets you back from having to rebuild. Got to find a quarterback to replace. But with all that said, Sean McVay's too good of a coach. I think they still respect him. They still got talent. I've got a lot of respect for Matthew Stafford. The NFC is not daunting at all. Period. It's not. Okay, the AFC has a lot of you got some teams in AFC that could get hot in November and all of a sudden come out of left field. The NFC is pretty much on a path to what it's going to look like. Okay. The only question in the NFC is if TB12 is going to be able to steer the ship to keep them in the float. I mean, I think Tampa's getting a, a dodge and a bullet because obviously there's problems with the Rams. I mean, you know, replacing Sean Payton even with Dennis Allen is not as easy as even maybe I thought in the Peter Kings of the world. The, the Saints got some problems. And the lack of their offensive play, whether it's Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, whatever, is starting to wear on that defense. Be like, hey, Okay, I've seen it, what it can do. If you can't do the offense, like eventually when you're accustomed to something and you go to that first, like, damn, we can't even score. That takes a lot of energy out of a defense. 1-800-707-976. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on the sports grind here on Ticket 760 and 1300 Zone in Austin and Fox South Central, Waco, Texas. What's going on?
2: Yeah, what's going on, my man? Hey, listen, man, I'm going to talk about two sports today, college football and The NFL, I don't know if you heard the latest news, maybe it it might just be a rumor, but um, they saying uh, that Tom Brady and his wife have uh, filed divorce papers. You know, I'm kind of disappointed in Tom Brady. You know, I knew, you know, I knew the guy liked football, you know, he loved football, but I didn't think he would give up his family to continue playing football. Um, You know, it's not like the guy ain't got six or seven championship rings. You know he has nothing else to play for. You know he got the money and the, the you know the jewelry, the the fancy houses and all that. Uh, Tom Brady, I think he should have stayed with his with his wife. I'm kind of disappointed that this breakup is occurring, but maybe maybe it's not true. Now uh, let me let me touch on this uh, college football deal. I want I, I told you yesterday about Texas A and uh, I was in Alabama yesterday. And that's, all I, that's all people talking about in Alabama and Tuscaloosa is this game. They've been waiting the whole year for this since Texas A&M upset them. And believe me, come this Saturday night, Texas A&M will not upset Alabama again because not from what I've seen the last two games uh, with Texas A&M, the product they putting on the field, Alabama's going to run all over them. We'll see what happens with Alabama's quarterback, Nick Saban, say he's still hurt, but uh, I think he'll probably show up on Saturday night ready to play. But I want to say this. Because I live in Houston, man, and I know you guys are in San Antonio. Um, the coach uh, uh, the at uh, Jimbo up there, uh, Texas A&M, in Houston right now, and I'm just talking about Texas in general, I-, I keep a real close eye on the college football, I mean the high school football team. And I don't see no quarterbacks really in the Houston area or the San Antonio area. Or Dallas area that can step into Texas A and M next year and make an impact. If Jimbo, he's going to have to seek go outside the range. He's going to have to go to California. He's going to have to go to Florida, other states. That's what a he got here from California. Jimbo touched on a
0: lot there. Um, First of all, no, I haven't heard anything with Tom Brady um, or them filing for divorce. I hadn't really heard anything like that. What you got?
1: Well, according to the New York Post uh, going on this afternoon, uh, insiders close to the situation say that they uh, have hired divorce lawyers. Um, so starting that process and believe that they would split their assets down the middle, kind of deal.
0: Well, look, I mean, again, if 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 it is true, um, you know, um, I would just tell, just say about that that I think it's it's bigger based off of Mike's phone call. Um, it's bigger than um, it's bigger than just him coming back in the play this year, in my opinion. Maybe that was the camel that broke the straw that broke the camel's back. Who knows what's going on in their private life? We have no idea. We don't know these people. I've learned that through the years the hard way. I mean, like I said, after Jared from Subway, I told myself there ain't nobody else that I'll ever look through TV to think. I'm a big reader. I'm, a, I'm gifted when it comes to reading body language and reading people, okay? But to really sit there and feel what somebody's doing in their private life, we don't know. I can just tell you if that is true, it's it's bigger. It's more to it than just him coming back and playing another year. You know, if it's years of neglect or something like that, the bottom line is somebody's in Giselle's ear. okay? her girlfriends, she don't have to stay with Tom because of money. Giselle was a superstar. I mean, I've never held held her high regards, but she was a supermodel in her time. And she's a famous one of the most famous models in the world. So it's not like she's she's had she was famed before she even got with Tom. She's got more money than Tom. So to me, when you put all that together, okay, and then you're riding around as a woman and you listen to the mega stallions of Cardi B's of the world and they're just telling you how to treat men. It doesn't take that. It's not that hard to go ahead and file for papers, even if it's Tom Brady and if you got your own money as well. So it is what it is. The bottom line is his ass decided to come back. He had a chance to walk away from the table and go to the cash cage and cash in all those purple and all those black chips that's right man i cash i deal with purples when i do go but all those purples that he had a chance right over the young gun patrick mahomes i'm gonna i'm gonna you gonna i'm gonna pass the torch but i'm gonna kick your ass in the way but no he got greedy well you know i've eaten at the buffet we've gone to eat there's nothing on tv i'll go back to the tables and see if i can double up that's the that's the most famous last words and that's what he did. And now he's in a situation where he's lost linemen left and right. Now it looks like godwin he's in and out of lineup, I thought they brought him back too early anyway. So you're dealing Mike Evans is still holding on, but he's got to figure it out. The only good thing, lucky thing they got is that saints have come out really slow and they were able to win the battle because of Lattimore lost his cool. 1-800-707-9760. Um, But the other point in regards to Jimbo, look, Jimbo still should have ties in the Florida area. Jimbo doesn't have to be confined to the state of Texas and Dallas and San Antonio and Austin, Mike, to find him a quarterback. He doesn't. He's got ties still in Florida. I mean, he's got ties. That's what they're paying him the money to do. You cannot get I am not letting these coaches get paid that kind of money because of Nick Saban. For the, exception of, for the exceptions of Dabo, which I feel, you know, they answered the bell and they got revenge on NC State. We ain't talked about that game yet because, again, we've just got so much and only short time to talk about stuff. But to me, I'm still not impressed by Clemson. I, I, I judge Clemson about his teams coming in. I do what people do to Alabama. I'm going to do it to Jimbo. Okay, because Jimbo has earned respect for me, but Jimbo's the other one that's talked a lot of cash on the way up too. Okay, it's BYOG. Bring your own guts, and that's what we did tonight. We gonna Dougie tonight. Jimbo from Pizza Party. I mean, Dabbo from Pizza Party. He's probably earned that hundred million because he's got two national championships. He's beat the goat head to head. He's put a guy in. The, he's put two guys now in the in the football. One of them's on Paul just because he's a freak. And Deshaun, the other one's Trevor. That might be have one of the surprise teams of the season. Look, but these other guys, Jimbo, Brian Kelly, come on, man, a hundred million? Why? Because that's the mark. No, man, because Jimmy Sexton, which is the agent that represents most of these guys, he kicks ass and he runs a monopoly. He should be on there, Capitol Hill, too. Jimmy Sexton. If they bring my guy Bezos in, they brought basically Bill Gates back in the '90s. Somebody get Jimmy Sexton's ass on Capitol to talk about his monopoly in college sports as an agent. But I got a lot of respect for agents. Never want to disrespect them. If they, if he position himself that way, it just is what it is. Speaking of that, look at this. Perfect. I had this on the docket. Told you they must be listening to the iHeart app in Wisconsin. We ain't in that affiliate yet. But let me tell you something, Paul Chris, this guy, the 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 coach for Wisconsin. I told y'all last week that they were running eight track stuff. They just been all, Wisconsin's been up there in them cornfield body cells way up there, Wisconsin, cheese and all that. And they ain't changed nothing about the University of Wisconsin. Running the same damn offense, it seems like, all this stuff. Fired their coach. This guy got $11.1 million to go home. An agent negotiated that guy. No national titles coming in. He had ties to Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Competed a couple times in the Big Ten until they showed up against Urban Mine, got their ass ran out of the building. You'll see nip, nip and Tuck here, but other than that, nothing. Somebody in an 80 and a president gave that type of coach $11 million to walk away. When LSU gave uh, old Ed orgeron when they gave him money to buy and walk away, said, hey, well, what do you want me to leave in? What door you want me to leave in? Ha, ha, go Tigers. When they did that to him, at least he was leaving and gave him a national championship, another one in the university. The hell is Coach didn't done up in Wisconsin, except Hang Tough in the Big Ten on Saturdays at 12 o'clock noon? 1 800 707 976. No, but Jimbo's on watch, man. He brought he got here to do one job, and that was bring a quarterback to AM. I think he's taking it further than Kevin Sumlin, man. He's definitely going to leave it a better program than Kevin Sumlin because they can never finish a race with Kevin Sumlin. Okay, all I saw Kevin Sumlin just get frustrated from Saturday night from Brown and Lee, can B, LSU. So, you know Kevin used to wear those sun visors and stuff and had that mini fro sticking out the sun visor. You know, Country Brother just throw down like damn it with a strong. That's all he did. Jimbo took it further than that, but Jimbo was supposed to find a quarterback. Kellen wasn't it? And look like these two guys that got ain't it. We'll see what happens. What they? That, that, yeah, I know it's in Alabama. What that's a that's a night game. In Tuscaloosa? Because I know um Mike was saying Saturday night. Is that a prime or a daytime maybe? They better hope it ain't a prime time game. It's a day, See if that's a daytime start or a primetime start. one 800 707 9760 It's oh. a seven o'clock start. Oh yeah. Good luck with that. Good luck with that, College Station. Yeah. I don't know. Now I will tell you this. It all depends on that shoulder, though. You know, because make no mistake about it. I don't believe, I know he got out, got a big run against Arkansas and all that. I don't believe the kid behind Bryce is probably ready yet. So if Bryce can't go or they want to hold out Bryce, it's probably going to be a closer game, to be honest with you. But I will tell you about Alabama. Those receiving core that I'm not so high of, they're starting to come around. They're starting to figure it out. That's what good coaching does, man. You know, not impressed with Clemson because I, I just don't feel their defense is suspect. Look, man, Georgia. Ohio State. And Alabama. This is a three team race for the national title. Period. I, I will let you know in a couple of weeks that there's a mystery team. I, I mean, I want to see Michigan against some I want to see Harbaugh and Michigan get some real competition. OK, I don't know if they're going to be able to make this two years in a row of Ohio State, Ohio State. But like I said, all these teams got flaws. There's not a dominant team in college football right now. Everybody's got some problems, but you still got levels to this stuff. And I still believe this is a three. This is a three team race for the national title. One eight hundred seven oh seven nine seven sixty. Also, um, speaking of college, there were some other things that went on uh this week in college I think there's other games that I kind of wanted to get to uh but that's okay I mean we'll get to our preview our Doseki's college football preview in a few days on Friday there's some other matchups that's coming up that's interesting this weekend especially like I said that Tennessee going on the road into the Baton Rouge and taking on LSU and of course the biggest game in the Big 12 this week man Kansas hosting tcu game days there that's the biggest game this week in the big 12 that's what they tell me one 800 you listen to the sports grind today's show is being presented by dos Equis. we are broadcasting here from the hazel skyline studios we'll be back professionalism, respect, accountability, and communication. These are the values at Tiger Sanitation, serving the needs of the greater San Antonio area. From residential to commercial waste and recycling services, Tiger Sanitation works hard to keep the communities they serve safe and clean. After all, as a local family-owned business, their families live, shop, and play here too. For more, visit tigersanitation.com. Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of The Sports Grind. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. All right, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, Bartlett spinning the one and 2s one 800 1-80-707-9760 is your number. And today's show has been presented by Doseckis. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. All right. Specs Wine Spirits and Fire Foods have been a Texas family owned destination for selections and savings since 1962. It's your one stop shop with literally thousands of wine spirits and been an everyday lower prices again since 1962 and specs is official sponsor of the sports grind and official uh sponsor partner i should say of your dallas cowboys 1-800-707-9760 all right before we move on and get to a couple things where we get out of here let's look into facebook live the stream uh we've got anthony white our new listener here into the show that just moved down from the detroit area um he said that pretty much Let's read the other one about the Alvarez that we just talked about. Um, You got that one? Yeah, that one. Okay, yes. Wisconsin hasn't changed anything. Well, he says exactly. Wisconsin hasn't changed their playbook since Barry Alvarez. Um, Yeah, that's kind of what I've said, Anthony. That's why I've said that I think the important thing on this hire, whoever they're going to go out and get, I think the one thing that they've got to pretty much not really – obsess over and worry about is making sure that it is a Wisconsin type of guy. I think they just need to change with the times and go outside and not really worry about having Wisconsin ties. That's just my opinion as well. Also, um,
1: what's up? So with the news of the change, and again, when you look at Wisconsin, you think of offensive linemen and you think of running backs. Uh, I think primarily, of course, JJ Watt, you know, he slides in there. Um, but Braylon Allen, the the number one running back right now for Wisconsin, uh, tweeted out in response to Coach Chris's firing, saying, "Anyone who wanted Coach Chris gone isn't a part of this team." Now, this is for him to go public, and you always look at you know taking drama outside, the, you know taking the business outside of the locker room. For him to go to Twitter with this, do you think that whatever was cut, like we're talking about transfers from SMU and things like that, does how does this impact? that Wisconsin locker room, um, if you're changing, if you're, if you're talking about, if they do what you're asking for, for them to change identity overnight, or not even overnight, but identity moving forward, I mean, do you lose a lot of recruits that you already have on that roster? And what are their opportunities, you know, with the transfer portal no longer being immediate as we've gone past the, the pandemic?
0: Well, first of all, just going back to the gentleman's tweet, which I'll just push back, because the reality of it is when he says, if anybody that wanted earth gone He's not a part of this team. Well, I'd have news for the young fella. This is is not, I mean, this is not a decision that's really based on how the guys feel in the locker room. This is a decision that's based on and decided from boosters, donors, and presidents. So to me, I think he's tweeting out emotional stuff. But it's not like, you know, 20, 30 guys who they care about if 10 or 20 guys went to the athletic department of the press. Hey, man, we don't want to play for this guy anymore. Unless there's something unless he's, you know, acting as a if he's mis you know, has a conduct issue with kids, whether it's, uh, you know, pretty much abusive, verbally, racial motivated, anything like that. Then you get players say we don't want to play for him anymore. But because you're losing. Or it's outdated, or he just hasn't got over the hump and they're ready for a change. This is not a situation because 10 or 15 guys from the locker room say, Hey, I don't want to play for them no more. This is made from Wisconsin boosters and everything because the Big Ten is a competitive conference. Period. And there's a lot of money on the line. There, there, I mean, we all, I keep, I keep saying this is that college football is going in a total different uh, direction. Do we have anybody else on uh, Facebook Live before we move on?
1: Well, I think um. we go back to our conversation earlier about um, at the SMU players sitting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you see that with you know maybe bigger recruits and stuff like that? Carl uh, Polk popping in here. Uh, a lot of three star and four stars will will move around and sit out um, with that kind. Of, so so it's not you don't to to, to I guess ask Carl out there. So 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 it's saying that. You're not going to see the Bijons sit out mid-season. I, I it's going to be all about the guys mid-tier. Maybe they get a couple thousand dollars NIL deal. We don't it's know that. We guys. don't
0: know that. I disagree with that. We don't know that. It could be a big guy for whatever reason. The, the, keep in mind, with the transfer portal, you don't have to be specific really why you want to go. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a system that's in place to allow you to transfer for pretty much whatever reason. The 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 deal is, is you can't you you could have a guy that's going to be a top five pick or seven pick or that has been at a university for two or three years. And he has a fallout with a position coach, or the head coach. He could say, I'm sitting out. I want to be out. If he decides like, hey, I wasn't going to go. I wasn't going to declare myself uh, eligible for the draft. I was going to come back for my senior year. I want to come back for that. Well, but I just don't want to play here no more. He's still going to be a top five pick. So, uh, yes, maybe what Carl is trying to say that I'll agree somewhat with, maybe the majority of them are going to be middle of the road, three-star guys maybe, or two that's just pretty much not happy with playing time or whatever the case may be. But the reality of it is to sit themselves until they go through the process of actually being able to transfer, this will become a problem in college football. And it's starting with tonight's makeup game due to the hurricane in SMU and Central Florida. 1-800-707-9760. 1-800-707-9760. All right, so a couple other things before we get out of here. Uh, going to the um, NBA side of things, you know, uh, Ben Simmons made his debut with Brooklyn, you know, last night. Didn't get a chance to watch it, uh, of course, because football game is on, you know. Um, but, you know, I don't know what kind of perception, but due to the fact he finally made it back to a court, Instead of just showing up in different outfits on the sideline, I guess, is pretty much, you know, encouraging. If you have any root and interest in Brooklyn, or you just an NBA fan of Ben Simmons in general? But, yeah, he's going to have a lot of pressure with him coming back. I mean, we all know what went on in the offseason with KD and the organization, but, you know, he can definitely going to help with defense. But definitely he's going to have a microscope under him. Um, also, with the preseason going away, Kawhi Leonard is back in action. Okay um you know he said that hey you know what I missed it pretty much I'm glad to be back I missed it and you know I could tell he missed it and he's ready to go because as his team has held organizations accountable to handle him with gloves not to just ruin his career because rushing him back to injury so much for him to be playing in preseason games and he's probably fully ready to go and back you know um I had a feeling all along he was going to miss all of 2021 and because when he suffered the injury but I will tell you I am pretty much surprised and I think there are a few other people surprised to see Kawhi Leonard playing in preseason that lets me know he really did miss it you know but it's underway it's it's you know it's it's kind of going underway we're a few weeks away from the uh from the opening season what do you got
1: well, I wouldn't be totally surprised because you actually got the Clippers now have an opportunity to rebuild some of the chemistry that they've lost over the years. Paul George played last night, Zubot played played last night, uh, Batum and Reggie Jackson. So you do get to you know give us Clipper Nation a look at their at their starting lineup and their rotation as a whole. But they, you look at the NFL season, how the, no preseason. And 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 just being conditioned and being you know ready for the sport, ready for the game, ready for the speed, and and two totally different sports. Sure, but preseasons are important for a reason, especially if you have you know your main guy, essentially the quarterback of the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, uh, returning to the court after two years.
0: NBA pre- preseason is not even the same neighborhood or zip code as important as NFL preseason. That's one. No way. Number two, yes, to be surprised. Do you realize this is a guy that we're talking about that took the whole meaning to load management to another different level after signing Max country. Do you understand that this is a guy that basically for a year that really didn't really play too much back to back because his team thought that wasn't good for his knee situation? Do you understand this is a guy that basically during the course of a playoffs, even before, you know, getting injured with the one that we talked about, I think in the Utah series, that he really set out because he wasn't already right and he was setting out when he first got to Clippers. There is a surprise that Kawhi Leonard is stepping with the way his team and his credit report in coming off that type of injury, missing the whole season. Look, in NBA, you got 12 guys on a roster and you can only put this five on five in a court and you got maybe about two or three guys come off the bench. Basketball is totally different in handling preseason than it is in, that does anything for the NFL these athletes if you're an athlete today you're playing pick there's there's circles that play pickup games in the off season to keep conditioning they take care of their bodies NBA preseason means pretty much nothing nothing it is nowhere not even close to the same situation of how important preseason is To NFL hell baseball you you talk about grapefruit leagues you talk about all that in preseason baseball back in March that's way more important than basically NBA base a basketball because I'll tell you then that's a time where you got pitchers that have to get their arm lathered up to get ready to go out for 162 and start in every six day NBA roll them up roll them go no and yet Kawhi, you, I'm surprised you're not surprised, but I guarantee you there's Spurs fans in this city, there's Clippers fans, there's Toronto fans knowing like, look, I didn't expect to see the I knew he was coming back this year, but I didn't expect to sit there to see him ease into maybe even game one or two. The Clippers is not that big of an overhaul of team. They've got a nucleus that's been there. They're going to be going into what, their third year with, with, uh, with my man Tyron Lou? No.
1: I mean, yeah. A lot of which, again, Kawhi has missed, and I think that that's why it comes back to the chemistry thing. You know, you take all that time off, and twenty nine. Look at look back at the the twenty nineteen playoffs and the shot that he made, and everything. That's that's a long time ago. And twenty twenty, you know, the, the 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 weird year that all that was. So you're and then you miss all of twenty twenty one. It's been a long time. He needed to take the court, and I'm glad that he did. I'm glad that he did. We have Frank Valdez here on Facebook asking, how much load management this year for Kawhi? Uh, Is it more this year than in the past? Is it less?
0: No, I would say it's pretty much about the same. I
1: I said four years ago, three years ago,
0: Kawhi Leonard will never play 82 games. I think Kawhi Leonard would miss. And I think the ownership, I think Loris Frank, the owner, Tyronn Lue, I think they're all on board with this, but I'll tell you, Kawhi Leonard will play a 50-55 game regular season.
1: That's right on par with those last two that he played, 2019-57, 2020-52. I didn't
0: even know that. that. So to answer Frank's thing, like, yeah, it's going to be the same. I mean why would we be surprised man? This is like I said bat, the chemistry this is one of the when healthy this is a top 3 player in the NBA. Like Tyron Lue, like he did play someone with Tyron Lue in the system when they well I forgot who they lost to in the first year there. They in the NBA man the preseason is it is what it is. I mean it it doesn't take that much weight. You got 82 games. You a lot of teams use the first what? 20 25 games to find out who they are that's what you can do you can't do that in the national football league you got 17 games and they all matter and what you did in week one will bite you in the ass in week 17 when you're like well we can't put an x by that name because you remember that game they lost in week two that's the tiebreaker talking about 82 man 162 nfl preseason first of all is special teams guys your practice squad who do you want to sign on and make money on your practice squad your depth, your linemen, you know, also the way I told you preseason using NFL this year, this is really your scout team before they jump out on the road to college and travel every city to every city. They sit there and preseason like, OK, check it off. We need to be looking for a left tackle. We need about two guys that we need to be looking for a safety. They're using the preseason for that. So that is very important. And I'm not saying I'm down with that, but it's so important. Even before that, when guys used to play the dress rehearsal. In three and gain three i mean come on you might as well just compare holly berry holly berry to precious when you're trying to compare see that you, you're trying to compare season pre-seasons the nba to nfl but i got where you were going but no the bottom line back to the point Kawhi. no it's it's i agree with you on this it's good to have him out there but i am surprised that he's out there but again. The NBA will be getting this really underway here in the next, what, week and a half, two weeks, long season, man. I mean, it takes me at least probably because of the college football and the NFL and that's in the D, it takes me about a month, month and a half to really get involved in, in the NBA before I say, okay, well, that's the team to go ahead and that goes. And really, you can do that basically if you follow the sport for years like I have and watch as many games as I do because in the NBA, man, you depending on if you paid attention to the summer, You know who the player is going to be there at the end. okay? on another serious note, NBA, before we leave them, man, Carl Anthony Towns has to have the worst luck of anybody that's ever played in the NBA. And I'm not even joking. Um, You know, I don't know the details, but I guess it's some report that he was bedridden for so long. He had had like a, a some type of viral, a viral infection or something like that um and we know the story about him having pretty much majority like what six seven including his mom five or six family members died because of covid in 2020 i mean he's really been into it and i know i'm hard on carl anthony Towns because just like everybody else i just feel like he sometimes he can be it's a lot of talent in there and i think he could even do better than what he does but he wants to be the best big man three-pointing shooting guy i guess in nba history because he leaves he lives outside the three-point line and that's on coaching That's just somebody not grabbing, like, hey, man, get your big ass down on the post, okay? But really, outside of the court, I really feel for him, man. I mean, he's living the dream, playing in the NBA, making a hell of a money, but the health of what's happened to his family since 2020, and now that I'm reading or hearing that he had some type of viral infection that put him down bedridden almost for, like, a week or so. What you got?
1: Yeah, Windhorst on that. uh, He's dealing with a throat infection um, that – Put him in the hospital and bed rest for several days. Uh the ESPN article or the ESPN article also goes on to say uh he's down about twenty pounds. Mm. It's crazy.
0: Terrible. Just hate to hear that with him. I mean, like I said, I'm critical of his game on the court, but evidently he's a good man. You know, you never heard anybody say anything bad about him, other than trying to push him harder. And then also say Jimmy
1: kind. Jimmy kind of yeah, him.
0: Jimmy. Just you know, Jimmy's a guy that kind of got frustrated with being around those type of guys. They were not they were not mature enough. Jimmy was he's cut from a different cloth. And he didn't cut that hair though, but he's cut from a different cloth. And he's a dog. And being practiced with those guys, just like, hey, what the hell are you talking about? You know, it was it was cut from a different cloth. And Jimmy always wanted his own team anyway. He kind of has that in Miami. I mean, he always wanted to prove they could do. I think he needs some help to get over the hump. But he's always wanting what he got right now in miami 1-800-707-9760 all right so uh, what do you got
1: well, i want to slide in here mm-hmm. uh, for the regional audience might be interested tonight mm-hmm. uh, victor webin The flying Frenchman, as they like to call him, seven foot two, seven foot five, kind of talent. Uh, He's playing Scoot Henderson. uh, This is a battle of number one overall versus number two overall prospects going into the draft. This is like Zion versus Ja. It's going to be on ESPN two in Vegas.
0: Where's this guy? The guy's number two, not the Frenchman. I know where he's at, where he's from. Where's this other cat from?
1: Scoot Henderson played on the G League Ignite team last year. Instead, mm-hmm. instead of going to college, he had offers from you know Florida, uh, Tech. Um, I think uh, Alabama offered him as well. So he had offers, but uh, he really rose to you know gained attention last year playing in the Ignite, averaging around 15 points a game. Uh, but they've got him penciled in there, almost in pen, uh, as the number two behind uh, Wembenyama. I mean, you brought this to my attention.
0: There's um, SMU in Central Florida tonight that I'll be watching. I mean, I'm more. I mean, what are we gonna tell from this game? Not a damn thing. And and at the end of the day, we hype these overseas dudes. And I understand the French connection. And he's, Tony was on Tony's team. And this is the reason why Spurs or or are, are, are selling everybody off because they gonna get this kid. What the hell is tonight gonna say? They act like they jumping. They're getting in the octagon together. I mean, what? I mean, first of all, are they even in the same position? Yes, that's nah, the, the, the point guard with yeah, center. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, that's the NBA, and them leaking that—that's trying to jockey for position with the end of baseball and football. We, it's, I, Tom, Central Florida SMU, man, come on. I mean, Wamba, let them kid, let them get here first. Yeah, come on. All right, man, that is a wrap. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Bartlett for the one and twos. San Antonio, Austin, Waco, Temple, Colleen, people up in Tyler, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, before you hit the snooze button, before you route out the rack, just ask yourself. you grind grinding. Peace. See you tomorrow.